0: This is the Old Radio Show's Podcast.
1: How can you tell a Jersey cow? By its license plate. Correct. Pay that man
0: $8.
1: What kind of a person lives the longest? A rich relative. Correct. Pay that man $9 because... It pays to be ignorant. A zany half hour with those masters of insanity, Harry McNaughton, George Shelton, the nail-up girl Lula McConnell, and featuring Doc Novick's orchestra. But now, here's the man who proves it pays to be ignorant, Tom Howard. Well, here we are again with that quiz program about which all of America's greatest educators have said, fooey. We have a board of experts who don't look as dumb as they are, because that would be impossible. Let me prove it. First, we have the celebrated author, Mr. Harry McNaughton, whose latest book entitled, Newest Wrinkles in Men's Clothing, has just gone to press. But here he is. Here he is, Mr. Harry McNaughton. I have a poem, Mr. Howard. Oh, yes. Gooey-wooey was a worm. He hadn't any brain. He crawled upon a railroad track. But he didn't hear the trade. Terrible. Gooey-wooey. Gooey-wooey. Very good. That was one thing he couldn't wiggle out of. Okay, okay. Next, we have a woman who last time she went to Chicago, people thought the Wrigley Building had a new annex. A woman who owes her popularity with men to the fact that her mouth takes a fine place to throw old razor blades. Here she is, Miss Inner Sanctum of 1944, Miss Lula McConnell. You know, Mr. Howard, I'm all tired out. Yes. I've been shopping all day. Shopping? Yep. My old man thought we ought to have a dog around the house. I see. So I went out and bought a lap dog. A lap dog? Mm-hmm. And did I get gypped? You did? Yep. Every time I try to sit on his lap, he bites me. Yeah, I... <laughs> That's smart. Okay. Next, we have a man who always goes out with two girls because someone told him he was two-faced. A man who has a habit of finding things that aren't lost Mr. George Sheldon. Hey, Mr. Howard, I saw you on the subway this morning. Yeah? Where'd you get on at? 37th Street. 37th Street? There is no station at 37th Street. There isn't? Boy, do I need glasses. You need glasses. You also need a head, if you ask me. I think I'll have a couple after this show. Okay. (laughs) Let's get on there. There they are, folks. Don't blame me if you get disgusted quickly. Well, here's the first question. Pay attention. See if we can get it. Now, pay close attention. What town in Massachusetts had the Boston Tea Party. Did you hear the question, Mr. McNaughton? Oh, yeah, yes, I heard the question, Mr. Howard, and I think it's a very good question. Okay. It's the nicest question I've ever heard. All right. It's positively be... lovely. All right, Mr. McNaughton. It's a pretty question. Mr. Sheldon, can you tell me what town in Massachusetts had the Boston Tea Party? Springfield. Springfield. Just how do you arrive at Springfield? You take the train at Grand Central, sit there a few All hours... All right, hey. You know, Mr. Howard... There's a town in Massachusetts named after you. There is, really? What's the name of it? Marblehead. (laughs) Marblehead. Thank you, Miss McConnell. There's a town in Maine named after you. Yeah, well, what's the name of it? Moosehead. (laughs) Don't any of you know about the Boston Tea Party? Do you know anything about it, Mr. McNaughton? No, I don't, Mr. Howard. For some reason, I wasn't invited. You wasn't invited? Miss McConnell, do you know anything about the Boston Tea Party? She ought to. She brought the lemon. I can't. You should know something about it. I did not. I played bridge that night. You played bridge. Yeah, but I do love a cup of tea. You love a cup of tea. Uh Uh-huh. You don't have to carry the bags around under your eyes. You should talk with those pillows under your eyes. Mm -hmm. Very good, Miss McConnell. Very good. That ought to put the old buzzard in his place. All right. Thank you. Well, you know, over at our boarding house, they make tea so weak, they serve it on crutches. I see. (laughs) You served that gag on crutches, too, sounds <laughs> to me. I was out, out to a tea party out on Long Island. On you were aware, you were aware, Miss McConnell. Out on Long Island. At a tea party? Uh-huh. It was I... very nice. Uh-huh. We drank tea out of doors. You did, yes. That's nice. Drank tea out of doors. <laughs> Nice party, yeah, very nice. Drank tea out of doors. I heard it. Didn't you find that a bit awkward? Mr. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I usually drink tea out of a cup. All right, all right, please. Hey, talk about teas and things like. I was in a restaurant the other day. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was seated at the table, minding my own business. Uh, it was getting a little late, so the waitress passed by, and I says, "Miss, could you tell me the time?" And what did she say? She says, "I'm sorry, I'm not waiting on your table." I see. Imagine, I wouldn't give me the time, Mister Sheldon. Haven't you read anything about the Boston Tea? No, sir. Have you read any history? No, sir. Well, what have you read? I have read flannels. You are. Please. Oh, yes. What's the use? At this time, we should hear something from our contestants. We have invited two members of the audience up here on the stage. They can ask the experts a question. If they get an intelligent answer, we give them Bing Crosby. Sorry for a year. If they don't, if they don't, we give them two tickets for last week's broadcast. Who, who have we first, Mr. Roberts? First, Mr. Howard, we have Sergeant Don Martell of the United States Paratroopers. Oh! How do you do, how do, you do Sergeant Martell? And thank you a lot for coming up. I said, Mr. Howard, pardon me, but isn't this the same young man we had up here last week? It is not the same young man we had last week. I could have sworn it was, you know. Yeah. He's wearing the same kind of clothes. He's wearing the same kind of... <laughs> all soldiers wear the same kind of clothes. Please, let's get on here. Uh, you uh, you are a, par- a paratrooper, is that right? That's right. My, yes. I'm looking over there. You seem to have been around all those ribbons. Am I right? I see the uh, Silver Star. Is that right, Silver Star? That's right, it is. Maple, maple Leaf Cluster? Milk Leaf Cluster. Oh, boy, you have been around, haven't you? Now, oh boy, that thirty is marvelous, and you're a cinch for 25 bucks here tonight, if anybody is. That's you know, you know, Sergeant, Sergeant Martell, I was a paratrooper in the last war. Yeah. You were a paratrooper in the last war? It was much tougher then, you know. I imagine. We didn't have parachutes. You didn't have <laughs> Pay no attention to Much, them. much harder on the feet. Yes, I imagine. Big blisters. All right, we that. Must have been quite a feat trying to jump. Well, no, you cut right. out the pot. Pay no attention to them, Sergeant. Uh, where's your hometown, would you care to tell? Olympia, Washington. Olympia, Washington. Well, oh, they five, must be proud five. of you up at Olympia. Boy, that's nice. Olympia, Washington. Yeah. Well, well. Well, get me plastic and call me Sealy. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, so I used to work in that town, Mr. Howard. Okay. I did. I was a physical instructor in a camera store. Mm. You were a physical culture instructor in a camera store? Yeah. I used to develop films. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, you three film brains that are not developed, pay attention here. Uh, I suppose you're in New York on a visit, is that right? That's right, I am. Oh, good. What did you do before you entered the service? I was an electrician. Oh, an electrician. He's a well connected young man. Yeah, he yeah, is. Okay. <laughs> electrician. <laughs> and what is your main work in the service now? Well, I'm an instructor. I instruct. Uh... I see. The different... Electrician before you went into it. So you went into the army and you charged the enemy, I suppose. Well, never mind. Let's go. We're, we're very, very glad to were have you... you w- down at the battery? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, don't encourage them. Uh, well, what's wait. your first name, honey? <laughs> oh, now, what? His first name is Don, is that right? That's correct. Don? Don? Yes. Oh, that's a nice name, isn't it? Yeah, Don. Oh, nice he's a nice, ugly fellow, isn't he, Mr. Howard? Yeah, yes, And he's he sweet? Yes. <laughs> and he kills? <laughs> yes, him. he is. Very nice. <laughs> well, you, you can just call me Liberty Bell. Yeah. I'm so famous. I see. And you're cracked, too. <laughs> <if> you <want. laughs> Would you. Sergeant, would you do us a favor while you're here? Would you reach into the dunce cap there and pick a question for us? And would you be kind enough to read the question, if you will? How hey. many strokes does it take to make a hole in one? How many strokes does it take to make a hole in one? Well, now, here's the golf question, gentlemen. Golf. See, what you know about golf, how many strokes does it take to make a hole in one? In one what? In one... <laughs> what do you mean, in one what? What well, do you want to make a hole in? Uh. <laughs> Your head let the sack run out. God, I don't want to make a hole in nothing. How could you make a hole in nothing? That's silly. You know, Mr. Shelton, I think Mr. Howard's using a golf term.
0: Oh, yes. Thank
1: you, Mr. McNaughton. You're quite welcome, Mr. Howard. That was nice of you, Mr. McNaughton. Oh, say nothing about it, old boy. Say nothing about it. Well, it was, it was very sweet of you. It was very sweet of you to say so, Mr. Uh-huh. Howard. I, uh, I appreciate your feeling in the matter. Shall we dance? Shall we dance? <laughs> Hey, would you two like to be alone together? (laughs) Never mind. Please. we have a question here, and as I said before, it's a golf question. Uh, Let me explain the game a little. Maybe that'll help you out. Now, to play the game of golf, you start with the tee. We tee up first. You mean you're going to get teed up to play the game? (laughs) Mr. Sheldon, I'm afraid you're a moron. Yeah, Yeah, not only that, I bite my fingernails. I see. Don't you file them? No, just bite them off and throw Throw them away. away. All right. Now, the tea, the tee is a small peg or mound that we place the ball on. Now there's the cup. We drive from the tea to the cup. You drive to the cup? With the tea? With the tea. No, no. You leave the tea behind. Then how are you gonna get the tea in the cup? Uh, I thought I was coming off. I always thought golf was a walking game. That's right. Golf is a walking game. But you just said you drive to the cup. You look. You walk after you drive. Well, can't you drive all the way? can you? Uh, maybe, maybe he's only got an e-book. Look, look, look. There's no car in the game. You drive with the driver. Oh, you don't drive yourself. Certainly you drive yourself. And why do you need a driver? Oh, please. Look, you swing the driver around your neck. Well, wait for a minute. What are you talking about, golf or wrestling? i am talking about golf. I was the driver. Swing me around his (laughs) neck. Oh, boy. Look, please. He would have to make three trips. Yeah, he would have to make three trips. The object, the object is to hit the ball with the head of the driver. You hit the ball with the head of the driver? Right. Isn't that kind of hard on the driver's head? Look, gentlemen, the driver is a golf club. Oh, a golf club. Are you a member? Am I... I am a member of what? The golf club. What golf club? Don't you know what golf club you belong to? Certainly I know what golf club Well, you then call. what are you asking me all about it? Yeah. wait, will you cut it out? I can get hasty, too. You can get hasty? Yeah. You're getting nutty, too. The golf club I'm talking about is a stick. You drive with it. You look down the fairway and holler, four. You holler what? Four. You holler, four. For what? For nothing. <laughs> now, here's the next question. So, please, let's all just calm down a little bit. Stay out of these arguments. Here's the question. Now, pay attention. What is a vegetarian? Let me repeat that. What is a vegetarian? Mr. Howard, isn't that a man who attends to sick animals? No, no, no. No, no. No. You're wrong, Mr. McNaughton. That's a veterinary. Oh, no. Oh, no. A veterinary is a man who's been in a previous war. Oh, I'm a veterinary. You're a veterinary. Mr. Sheldon, that's a veteran. Oh, no. No. A veteran is that medicine that you pull up your nose when you got a cold. A veteran? Miss McConnell, that's fedrin. Fedrin? No, no, you're, you're wrong, Mr. Howard. Absolutely wrong. Fedrin is, is the government. You know, the fedrin government. Hey, <laughs> oh, sir. Right. Please. That's right, Mr. Howard. Miss McNaughton is right. Because my brother-in-law, he's in the Federal penitentiary in Atlanta. Georgia. Mr. please. But I wish you were there with him, Mr. Sheldon. Oh, that's not nice. Next time to say you pay that. him a visit, stay a while, will you? The question is, what is a vegetarian? Vegetarian. Look, what is it that lives on vegetables alone? That's... A rabbit, Mister Howard. A rabbit. Thank you, Mister McNaught. My son-in-law lives on vegetables. Oh, really? Is he a rabbit? No, no he's a skunk. skunk. He's a skunk. <laughs> well, rabbit or skunk, does he live on vegetables? No, he lives off me, the lazy bum. <laughs> never works. He never works. I mean, does he eat meat? He eats anything. Yeah. <laughs> Why, just the other day I caught him trying to beat a mouse to the trap for a piece of cheese. Oh, you did. <laughs> well, some one of you try and answer the question. Now, look, I don't care which one of you answered. One of you will you try oh, and answer? Do you mind? What was the question, Mister Howard? Oh, you hadn't been paying no, attention. Uh, no, I was wandering a little bit. There. You were wandering. You mean your mind was wandering? The question is, what is a vegetarian? You know, Mr. Howard, I saw a vegetarian on the street the other day. Well, fine. How did you know he was a vegetarian? He had a cauliflower ear. He had a cauliflower ear. He had a cauliflower (laughs) ear.
0: Well,
1: there he goes. I think now we could stand a nice number by Dr. Novick and his orchestra. This can be loved, played by Dr. Novick, and very nice, too. Have we another guest this evening, Ken Roberts? Yes, we have, Mr. Howard, and this next guest is Sergeant Estelle Wolf of the Women's Army Corps. Hi, Sergeant Wolfe. Good evening, Miss Wolf, and welcome to A play speaker. How are you feeling this evening? Fine, thank you, Mr. Well, Howard. Well, that's very nice. You look real fine. Where is your hometown, would you care to tell us? Miami Beach, Florida. Miami Beach, Florida. <laughs> my, oh, my. my. Well, place. been there many times. In fact, I stopped at one of those hotels down there with my wife last winter. Very swanky place. Very swanky. In fact, it was so swanky, they made me shave before they let me in the barber shop. Give you an idea how swanky. <laughs> then they finally asked my wife and I to leave. My wife and I had an argument I'd rather rather the wife and the clerk. They wouldn't let my wife hang her wash in the lobby. That kind of made her a little angry. <laughs> We're mighty, mighty glad to have you with us. The whole trip was a washout. Then. Oh, never mind. I thought you had gone home, Mr. Shelton. No, I'm still here. Uh, what, what did you do before you went the service, Mr? I did office work. Office work? That's right. Uh, a book, a stenographer, bookkeeper. Stenography and typing. Oh, I see. Fine. Uh, you take shorthand, things That's like... That's right. My wife used to be a stenographer, but she don't seem to take dictation anymore. I don't know what... <laughs> You know, yes. I have a very nice girl, Mr. Hart. What's that? I had a very nice girl once. she was stenographed stenographer, whatever that <laughs> One of those... She guys. used a typewriter, you yes, know? Yes, yes, yeah, typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice girl. I used to take her to the theater, take her around nightclubs. Don't When we go to the theater. Uh-huh. Oh, what a night. We used to eat chocolates and sit in the box. Eat chocolates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, didn't, uh, didn't that ruin the chocolate? Ah, uh,
0: never
1: mind, <laughs> Pay no attention to these three, which, uh, you know, they're at that age. May I ask, This wolf looks awfully nice, you know, in her uniform, doesn't she? She looks very cute in her uniform. Yeah, yes, it's amazing uh-huh. what this war has done for our young women. Well, just what do you mean, mister? I never thought I'd live to see the day when thousands of women would be happy wearing the same dresses. I say what you mean. <laughs> you know, well, this wolf... Think... I'm going to join the waves. You are. Uh-oh. Yes, I am. Do you, do you think they take waves my size? Uh, Miss McConnell, there's not enough water to make a wave your size. <laughs> As I said before, uh, we're very glad to have you with us. But tell me something. What are you doing in New York? Just visiting. That's right. I'm visiting on a furlough. On a furlough in New That's York. Right. How long have you been here? I've been here a week now. Week. Are you enjoying yourself? Very much, thank you. Have you ever been to New York before? Yes, I have. Oh, I see. <laughs> then uh, you know quite a little about our village then. Have you met That's any right. nice boys in New York? Not yet. Well, not yet! <laughs> why, oh, why? And you've been here a week? That's right. Oh, you must be walking upside streets. <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, you say you're from Miami. What would you say? Just for the sake, we got a little time here. We might as well use it up. How, how do you compare the boys uh, in Miami with the boys in New York? Are I you don't married? try to person? compare Are you them? married? No, I'm single. Well, then you can answer that. How do, you <laughs> how do you compare the boys in New York with the boys in Miami? I don't try to compare them, Mr. Howard. Oh, you uh-huh. don't try to compare them. Well, I can't say anything about no. that. You should make a little effort and try to compare which boy you like the best or which you don't. To, to give us an idea, we're making a survey on that, <laughs> see? Well, anyhow, we're very glad to have you with us. You can, uh, you could you have a, you have a, a what is that, uh, technician on there? That's, That's right. Oh. Technician, fourth grade. And what's that colorful stuff on the arm? The is School, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Fort Knox! Okay. Oh, I see. That's where all that gold is Fort Knox. That's right. Yeah. They have a lot of bullion down there. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they do have a lot of bullion. The next time i down there, I'm, I'm going to try and get myself a bowl of soup. You know, I... Hey, if she's from Fort Knox, I'd like to borrow a couple of bucks or something. Uh, <laughs> never mind. She don't get that close to the boss, I don't think, do you? Uh, uh... No, I'm afraid I don't. Well, we're very glad to have you with us. Would you do us a favor now and reach into the dunce cap there and pick out a question for us, if you will, please? And when you get a question, would you kindly read it, if you will? What is the basic theory of the law of Relativity. Thank <laughs> you. if you guys would ever get one of these questions right that we ask on these programs. Well, I'm going to tell you something. For your information, things are going to be very different next week. I'm getting an expert up here that has some intelligence. Who, Mr. Howard? Patsy Kelly. Patsy? You mean Patsy Kelly can answer these questions? Yes. Well, that I got to hear. All right. I yeah, he think I'll got... shoot him myself next week. Yes. Okay, right. I'd like to hear okay? What's All the right, all right. All right. <laughs> very nicely. Well, certainly not, though, a navigator is a chap who flies an airplane. That's... No, no, that's Aviator. Oh, no, I know that much. An navigator is a man who explains the newsreels. Now that is narrator, Mr. Shelton. Oh, no, a narrator is a person who tells lies. You're talking about a fabricator. Oh, you're crazy. A fabricator is an animal that swims in the swamps in Florida. No, no, that's alligator, a big clumsy animal with big mouth, big body, short legs so big it just has to water around. Now we're back to Miss McConnell again. <laughs> now you know what we mean, folks, when we say... It pays to be ignorant,
0: to be dumb, to be dense, to be ignorant. It pays to be ignorant just like me. I never mention our place.
1: Planes or ships or our tanks. Old adult never learns a thing to hurt our fighting yanks. So you see, it pays to be ignorant. Have no brain, be insane, be, be ignorant. It pays to be ignorant just
0: like me.